Hello and welcome back to Unpredictable. We're a goal-setting, goal-getting podcast and our mission in life is to live authentically and a little bit unpredictably. We work through the struggles of real life as a team. Today, our music is from Purple Planet. Thank you, Purple Planet. Hello, I'm Judy Ring. I'm a writer, a podcaster, sometimes, and I work in economic development. I am a mom and a grandma. I love all things outdoors, theater, and sports, especially the WNBA. I live in Minneapolis with my husband. Hi, I'm Sarah Tipler. I'm a mother, a runner, a... PhD student and a good life enthusiast, and I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. Hi, I'm Katie LeBrun. I am a girl mom, a farm wife, and I work um, in egg sales in eastern South Dakota. And it's been a long time since we've been together, but we're happy to be back together in 2022. It's going to take a minute to get used to that. And I presume you all had a great holiday, uh, a odd but uh, somewhat semi-normal sometimes holiday but odd at other times holiday and we got through 2021 we set our goals we had 21 for 21 and unless we need to reference it as a look back to see where we're at for this year I say we just put it all behind us what do you think sounds good and if you had to have one word, though, to wrap up your 2021, what would that word be? For me, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I don't know. It went fast, that's for sure. sure we say that every year, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Courageous. Because I was able to do some things. I learned a lot. My, the beginning of the year was much different than the ending of the year for me. Um, but I feel like I was able to end the year better than it started. <laughs> so, progress. Yeah, progress. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, this is episode 114, so we had done 100 episodes leading up to the beginning of next year, of last year, and we only did 13 episodes all year. So we're committed, should we say committed for this next year, to do a few more podcasts, mostly so we can check in with each other to see where we're at with things. So let's just jump right into 22. I, I presume we've worked on our goals. I know we have a little accountability group that we got together after we sat down and decided on our goals. And we decided this year we really needed the accountability to follow through. And Katie, if I can, I'm going to start with you. And can you just give us a, a quick overview of what your goals of 2022 are? Yeah, so I felt like I struggled a lot more this year with what I wanted to do. Um, I feel like I've got a few areas that are a little bit in limbo after kind of reaching some milestones on them. And I just didn't know where to go with anything. So I finally decided I've got a few year long ones um, and some of them may turn into year long ones, but I thought, okay, I'm taking these first three months of the year. What do I want to do in that time frame? And that's all I'm worrying about for right now. Cause apparently that's all I can handle. I um, realized yesterday that by August, I'm going to have two children in school and I am like insanely in denial about that currently. <laughs> I can't. So I think that's part of my problem. 
problem because our lives are going to shift a little bit as they keep getting older. And I have not accepted that I don't have a little baby anymore. So I'm working on three months at a time. So I've got um, a year-long work goal again. Um, I, it works good. I've got a trip at the end of March. I did pretty good on my fitness in 2021, I felt like. I would like to go a little bit further before that trip. So that gives me a really good deadline and something to work for. So I have, um, I, I ended up, I was initially going to do a minimum of a mile or 15 minutes a day, whether that was just stretching or, you know, a, a harder workout. And I decided just to set it at six days a week because I have nothing to prove to try to get to the seventh day if I need a day off. So that's where I ended up with that. Um, eating is always a struggle for me and I'm a poor food tracker, but I can. So I said 120 grams of protein for six days a week because I can fairly quickly just track my protein if I don't have to worry about flat calories or all my macros. Hang on a second, please. Um, in that first three months, I will hit a goal that we initially set. What did we say? Five years ago or seven, 2018, 17 or 18 when we started. And I also made a massive declutter list for trying to get through some of the drawers one at a time. Most of them I just said to do one a week so that I can work at it for five minutes of a time or at a big chunk on the weekend. And there's a couple big projects that I said, okay, I'm going to work on this for two weeks or I guess I even have one three week one on there um, just to try to get rid of some of the things. So let's see. Oh, and then I have, um, I do the follow the marriage 365 people on Instagram and we actually have their course and I'm going to do one of those a week, either by myself or hopefully my husband will join me too, but I can't make him do my goals <laughs> and I can do that stuff by myself too. It's all, I mean, all of that is relationship for, you know, any relationships in your life. So that's my quarter one. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to be curious to see how that works for you and how aggressive you get as you move forward through the following quarters of the year, Katie. All right, let's go to Sarah. I um, I like that, the quarter idea. That's kind of a nice way to just make it manageable. Um, yeah. I have... Sorry. Oh, what's that? I've got a few things jotted down already for my other quarters that I, you know, I know I want to do, but we'll just be later in the year. So hopefully um, that helps with that too. Sounds good. I, um, I'm mostly, I guess, kind of thinking like Katie, there's a few things that I broadly want to do over the year, like um, 255 days out of 365 that are active at least 20 minutes a day. Um, last year I did 240 something, I think, which it felt like more than that since I was training for an ultra, but I guess whatever. <laughs> I must've had a few not active days. So that's kind of a new different way for me to think about being physically active rather than mileage, um, or races. I'm not going to sign up for anything at this point as, as far as races go, but just thinking about getting out there and, um, being active. Um, I want to do more camping this year and I have a couple national parks I want to see in while we're out West here. So that's on my list to try to plan those. Um, 
And other than that, I'm mostly kind of breaking this down. I'm just focusing on January right now because I have uh, my exams for school and I cannot think beyond that. I have to really get mentally focused for that. So um, my month of January is pretty planned out with trying to follow many happy miles and um, drinking my water, going to bed, getting myself on a schedule because that is the best way for me to I've found over the years of planning, it's the best way for me to get my goals is when I really structure myself, uh, even if it's just for a month, you know, at a time here. Um, And then beyond that, it's kind of just like each month I have a family adventure I want to go on, a date night. Um, I have a book reading goal for 30 books, which I almost got last year, but um, I think I could maybe surpass if I focus in the summer on it. Um, other than that, just, oh, I'm adding a nightly gratitude journal and I just started it last night and my whole family actually participated, which was kind of fun. Um, and I hope to write down just like our memories of Hayden and the things she says and things like that, which you can hear her screaming in the background probably right now. (laughs) Um, yeah, so overall I'm, I'm feeling okay just knowing that January I'm pretty planned so hopefully I can follow through with that that's going to be the biggest challenge I think how about you Judy uh, I like that nightly gratitude journal as a family that is fantastic I think that's and it's interesting last year you did all of the running and you did all of the events and and you did great and and this year you're not scheduling any and I decided this year I needed to schedule the races and I went aggressive and scheduled a 10 miler in April the beginning of April and I am not a icy runner person I don't run on the ice and I'm not because of some back issues I'm not supposed to spend a lot of time on treadmills but I decided I can spend some time on the treadmill based on a, a recent doctor's appointment saying you know just get on there and just listen to your body so that's what I'm going to try to do this year is listen to my body. My my saying for the year is be bold. And I, I have it on my planner and I have it my bracelet. I got my new bracelet now that last year it was focused and I'm going to wear our focus with be bold. And my goals are basically I went back to the um, Shailene Johnson plan and I kind of rewrote the very goals. I rated myself in different areas. And I feel I feel pretty good about my goals for this year. Like they're aggressive, but they're also things that bring me joy. The one thing that I'm going to say out loud that I need to get done is we do not have a will. And and I put it off year after year after year. And I, of course, I listen to the Happiness Project, and they talk about this one of I can't remember which one of the two of those, and they're a lot younger than me. And they keep saying they have to get a will too. I think maybe they did finally. I really need to get that done. Um, it's really important to me. And and my reading goal, I missed my reading goal this last year. I started reading a lot at the beginning of the year, and apparently I forgot to put some of my books into Goodreads, which I used to track. And at the end of the year, my goal was 21 books in 21, and I only did 18. So I decided to go back to a 20 minutes a day of reading, six days a week. And before I go to bed at night, instead of playing solitaire games to wind down what about if I read for 20 minutes? So I'm, my new book that I just started yesterday is called, um, no, I started on Friday, is uh, the, the Supreme's Greatest Hits, 44 Cases by the Supreme Court that 
affect all of our lives. And so far, I'm riveted. I mean, it sounds dry and boring, but I'm really interested in and where it's at right now. It's 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 a good book to start the year off with, I think, for me. I I want to base my year on some fun and some you know, meditation and clutter clearing that's all in there, getting rid of home emails. I don't know about you, but my home mail emails are so out of control. I want to get rid of that. And of course, a big focus on physical goals. And the triathlon is back. It's going to be held this year, providing nothing tragic or awful happens. But it is the 10th or better in my age group is back on my list of possibilities for for the year and things that I'm hoping to do. So I, I, I feel good about the list. It's a little bit like last year, but it also is, it's a little more fun and it's a little more focused this year than it probably was last year. So I'm kind of happy with that. Plus we have this accountability group too to really tie us into all this. You know, I'm really excited about that. So that's, a, I, I think, a recommendation. or It was something that came out from the things that we talked about earlier. When we were setting our goals, we did a little goal-setting session between the three of us, which we've done every year since, I believe, 2017. And, and I think we felt like that's what's kind of helped us reach the goals over the last years. But we all said the thing that helped, that is bad for us that we miss our goals because we don't focus on accountability or call each other out if we are falling behind or encourage each other frankly to give give ourselves some grace i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be a good year and we pulled other people into our accountability group it's not just the three of us there's actually six of us right now in there which is kind of fun for me to think about, um, you know, remembering how we started off in this group and just learning the techniques of goal setting and what works for you and what doesn't and the trial and error that we've all gone through over the past how many years. And then having some newer members in our group, kind of helping them figure out their own process and like, you know, <laughs> sharing our mistakes we made or sharing our insights that we've gained. It's just been a little bit fun to realize how far we've come being able to goal set and like um, know ourselves a little bit more of what works and what doesn't work now that we've been doing this a while. How important is it that it's a small group to you guys? Does that matter to you? I think it increases the pressure to be held accountable because you know that every single one of them could potentially know if you know if you're not doing it or you're letting them down I guess if they're working really hard on theirs and you're not holding up your end um I mean versus a small to I don't know what I'd call a medium-sized group if we had say 30 or 30 or something it, it probably wouldn't matter but versus an internet group of thousands it's definitely I think a lot better than that. I think what matters most to me is being able to be honest with uh, the people in your group and with yourself in an accountability group and being able to trust that they, you can share things with them um, and that they'll be there to support you and encourage you. Um, 
But also, I guess if I think about the many Happy Miles group or the Another Mother Runner groups that we're in, it's all virtual support and accountability through like Facebook and different apps. And it is helpful, but um, it's also a bit easier to not be held accountable in those groups because there are so many people. You can fly under the radar pretty easily. Um, but it's a nice alternative if you don't have anything. It's it's kind of a nice middle ground if if you need. I don't know. What do you think, Judy? Yeah, I th- I think for me it doesn't matter the size of the group. Uh, it matters to me that I decide that I'm going to engage and stay engaged. And how am I going to do that? I know that in this small group, though, that we are competitive enough because we're all family members at this point. We're all family members that are that compete somewhat with each other a little bit. Uh, so I don't want everyone else to succeed and I'm the only failure in the group. <laughs> There's something about the power of that that makes it feel like I'm not going to let I'm not going to let myself down, but I'm not also if I dip out, then who else is going to dip out next? And then did I let them out down because I dipped out and gave them an excuse to dip out too. So there's a little bit of that that comes with it. Yes, for sure. I'm going to ask a question about 2022 for both of you. What's one thing that's on your list that you're really looking forward to accomplishing? Is there one thing, if you had to pick one thing on your list that you said, wow, this would be so cool if I could really accomplish this. And when you look back at previous years, things that you thought about, and I know for you, Katie, it was some work goals that you had that you have accomplished and winning trips. Um, you've been very successful. For you, Sarah, it was to um, start working on your PhD, and here you are just closing in on getting it completed now. And uh, both of you have had physical fitness goals that you've certainly accomplished. For me, it probably in the past was I, I did want to be feel fulfilled in my career and hit some goals in my career and have been able to do that. But also as I'm aging out of the competitive side of sports to stay, yeah, stay focused on, on some of those goals by having some of these physical goals. So, looking forward, what is it that you look forward to on your list this year? I think, um, honestly, the the planning of the camp, like more camping and family adventures outside and visiting some of these beautiful national parks um, is what I'm most looking forward to. I know it's kind of ridiculous to have it as a goal, but like we just don't go do the things if I don't plan it. And I feel like I need to plan it now so that it's in the calendar and um, hate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's excited about it too. <laughs> So, like, I guess overall, I'm hoping, you know, last year I had, I was really burnt out the first semester and, or in the spring. And I hated that. It took me like a month to get over that. And then, you know, training helped me kind of also get through all of that and helped me to say, you know what, you need to say no. You know, things, certain things just are not worth it in your life. And in the 
academy that I'll be working in, it's especially easy to get wrapped up in all the things. You can always be publishing another paper or doing this or doing that. And there's so much pressure to do all these things beyond teaching. And so I really want to take this year to think about our, my family and like, you know, um, what do you do with this one precious life you're given? How can you just be a little bit more like Betty White every day? <laughs> or, you know, just trying to not take it so seriously, you know, I guess is kind of it. I kind of wish my goal or my saying this year would have been be Betty. <laughs> I, just, right. I listened to a story about her today about how she refused to listen to negative. She refused to get sucked into that. I like that. Um, how about you, Katie? And Sarah, I'm going to ask you to think about, and we're going to come back to this, what would get in the way of you not accomplishing that goal? Katie, how about you for what is your goal? I'm going to echo her a little bit for my summer one. I put down, you know, we're not in national park country, but we have a lot of great little trails and stuff around here that versus children maybe or may not driving me up walls at home, getting outside and going to see some of those things and, you know, as much anxiety as I have over having two children in school, it also means we get to go do the fun things too. And, you know, we're not so tied down. So um, just, I appreciate Sarah's sentiments of with this one life, we got to do the fun things too. So Katie, what would get in the way of you not doing that? Um, I, she really hit home with, not taking the time to do it. There's always all the other things, the cleaning, the decluttering, the um, the projects to get done, but taking that time to do those very important things that can easily get pushed to the back burner. So having them as a goal and a number helps make sure you do it. So scheduling, is that key? Yep. Yep. I would say that's the same for us. And part of my goals this year would be to be better about my financial planning and budgeting and saving. And I think um, that's been a reason we haven't gone to all the places is just it's expensive to stay there and whatever. So um, just kind of looking ahead now and seeing if and also you have to reserve camping spots really early now for the places around, even the local places. So, um, yeah, that's the planning and scheduling is a big part of that, I think. Uh, How about you, Judy? Yeah, I'm, I, the one thing I didn't do great on last year, and part of it was because of the pandemic, was planning one time a month, doing something really fun that I, I felt was important that I really wanted to do, and that I love the museums, and I need to, be better about that. Now I started this new job and it's 50 to 75% travel. So instead of me, I'm trying, I'm going to try to be more purposeful with my travel. When I go travel that I go see some things that are local to those travels instead of just hustling back to my hotel room and jumping on a computer or watching TV, but find something local that would be like a museum or, or taking part in theater or something that is out there that once a month I'm going to try to really focus on making sure I get to some of the art museums and the theater. Um, This morning on CBS Sunday Morning, they did a story about a woman named Judy Chicago. 
and it's a great story about this woman who is now 72 years old and she was 21 years old when she got married and her husband died when she was 23 years old two years later in a car accident tragic car accident and she decided to immerse herself in art and she was pushed aside because she was a woman and she wasn't they got shows and she didn't get shows and she was as good of an artist as anyone and she has beautiful work and I've never heard of her before. So now she has a new, in Brooklyn she has a new display and it's, she took women, women sewed these beautiful pieces of tapestry for men to put men on these pedestals but the women did the the sewing and so now she had these women help highlight other women and she it's called the dining table and you know look it up it's it's judy chicago and she told the story and i thought oh there's my inspiration for this year and she had a t-shirt on that said and her husband she's remarried had a shirt on that said it's a judy thing you wouldn't understand so this morning i ordered the t-shirt i am getting the t-shirt and i decided i have to be more intentional and i'm going to be a badass feminist I'm all done with standing back and not speaking up when someone doesn't have a voice. And I don't know what that looks like for me this year, but I'm not accepting that we have to take a step back. I'm going to be the noisy one. I'm going to stay noisy, as the Satellite Sisters always say. I'm going to stay noisy, but I'm also going to try to be Betty. I'm not going to try to be mean about it, but I don't know. It's a Judy thing, and I want... I I want to be that Judy that makes a difference this year. And it, I don't know what that looks like, but promoting women is one of those things that I, I want to be intentional about. And I'm looking forward to that. In, and I'm looking forward to the museums. So it was the museums that got me all the way around to that point. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's so much that can be said through art. And I'm going to intentionally spend some time with Georgia O'Keeffe and, Judy Chicago. So there you go. That's what I'm looking forward to. I love that. That's, I'll have to look her up. But I'm with you. Just learning, especially since you're you're pretty high in the corporate world and just knowing how to navigate that and being able to mentor others or just, I don't know, all the insight that you have from your own life experience, I think would be helpful for promoting other women and supporting them and it's a man's world and I find myself in it often and uh I I'm ready to grab my cape and do what's right and make a difference and share the love you know I think we just have to share the love too so so that's what I'm looking for I'm looking forward to this year I I I I'm not going to say that last year was a horrible year because it wasn't a horrible year there were some really great things that happened last year and I still was able to find the joy, but this year I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to be a little bit bolder about it. So with that, that's kind of a wrap on what we're thinking about for the year. Our other goal this year is to get here more often and try to do at least a little 30-minute podcast now and again to get us level set, and, and that's where we're at. Do you have any last thoughts that you'd like to share today? Katie? I am. Um... Yep, I got a treadmill a couple weeks ago, and I was reflecting on how much I have enjoyed that. I use the Peloton app with it. It's um, just a basic treadmill from Amazon, though. And I realized that I 
it was I always joke that I gave my siblings all my athletic ability because I don't have any and they are. But running and I was never a runner, did not necessarily enjoy it. But that's something that I have kind of found in motherhood where on those days that we need to get out of the house and they can go sit in the stroller. And I actually really enjoy it now. So my challenge to everybody in this year is what assumptions are you holding on for yourself that have maybe changed a little bit? Because I had to rewrap my mind around some of those things, too. Oh, that's a good one, Katie. And especially with running, I feel like I felt the same. I hated running, and I didn't run until after college. Um, But even this last year, I was probably more – I probably ran more slowly than I have the years before this. But it was my most enjoyable year of running last year. It was like – it's all about kind of your mindset and in the assumptions you hold in your head and what does fast mean and what does slow mean and who really cares? Like, do you, do you enjoy it in that time for yourself? So yeah, the, the challenge, that's a good one. I love that in running, it's the only sport that people like me and you can get out on the course and be running with the pros. We're running the same race that they're running. We have the harder job. We have It takes us a lot longer to finish a marathon than it takes them. We have the stamina to do it, and I love that. Sarah, parting thought from you? Um, I'm wondering if you have any books in mind for the year that you're excited to read. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm highly recommending Starfish. It's a YA book. Uh, it, I read it in a day. It was absolutely unbelievable. It was such a good book. It came out last year, and I got it from the library. Uh, started it one morning, and I did not go to bed that night until I finished that. Uh, that that was a good one. I also it's a uh, it's a teenage or uh, young girl who is actually bullied in school. Um, I'm my I'm going to just tell you. I'm not going to give you names of books today, but next time I can come prepared for that. We can do a book edition if you'd like. But I'm going to tell you to search out local authors. Try to find an author. Out of Loneliness is a book that I read about a murder in South Dakota. And and it's a kind of a memoir. It's a true story. Memoir that takes place. And actually, my neighbor wrote that book, uh, Mary Wooster Haug. And it's called Out of Loneliness, and it's about a murder that happened in the late, early 60s in South Dakota and about the trial, but really how her life was so different growing up in this small town than this woman who was a murderer, frankly. Uh, I, and I've read a couple of other books by local authors recently that I've just enjoyed so much. So wherever you are, find an author that you can get on board with. Liam Dolan, I is one of the Satellite Sisters, not a local author, but a startup. I've followed her since the beginning of her writing books. Really enjoyed her books a lot. Um, She has a new one coming out in April, Lost and Found in Paris, that I'm looking forward to. But the Sweeney Sisters, highly recommend the Sweeney Sisters. It's just a fun winter book if you want to pull something off the shelves. I, I also went to the new... I love the library. We have a huge library here, and I haven't gone there very often. But I did find four books, and including the one that I'm reading right now called The Supremes, The Greatest Hits, and it's the book I talked about earlier. But also um, a book called Three Mothers. 
and it's about the mother of Malcolm X, the mother of uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., and I can't remember who the third one was, but that's on my list for this year, too, along with some local authors that I'm... I just think that they bring a different perspective. So, there you go. How's that for a quick little... Go ahead, Sarah. I had a poll last year, and I uh, I said read 10 books, and I wrote down that I read two. <laughs> and put on my list here just because it's not a priority right now, and I some things have to give. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I and, but you're inspiring me to change that, even if it is only three books in a year. <laughs> right, and I remember when my kids were your kids' age, when my two oldest were... I will tell you, I read zero books many years. And then other years, I was able to pick up a book. But I think that 20 minutes a day for me this year will hopefully get me reading more. And I'm trying to read different types of books. I'm in two book clubs, and one of them really goes out on a limb uh, on finding books that I wouldn't normally read. And Some of them I don't like very much, but I read them, and when I'm done, I'm always grateful that I read them. Oh, one other one is called Turnout. Another neighbor of mine wrote that. Her name is Joan Grow, and she was the first female, um, female, uh, oh, she, I can't remember what office she held all of a sudden. It's, it's blanking me. I'm embarrassed. But she, she was a, a female leader in the state of Minnesota and really went for um, same-day registration for voting. She's in an electronic voting, and the woman cannot send an email, hardly, and it's hilarious, but she was one who got on board with electronic. Minnesota was a leader in electronic voting. And just the way she was treated as a woman in a man's world, again, she talks about how they had meetings after the meetings at the local coffee shop, and the women who were in the legislature at the time were not invited. Uh, highly recommend that one too called Turnout by Joan Grow. My my tip for the busy parent is to listen to audiobooks at two times speed. <laughs> so like when I'm cleaning or doing things like driving sometimes or just whatever um I'll just throw that on and I've gotten really good at listening carefully like if it's a book I really want to take the time to listen to I don't do that but um if I don't have a lot of time and it's something that's kind of like light and doesn't need thought then I just speed it up a a couple notches and I get through it pretty quickly David Sedaris is a good book like a time and a half even I don't go two times but I do time and a half and David Sedaris has some great ones that you can clean the house and listen to him and find a lot of fun in that all right, should we call it a day? <laughs> it was a quick little good little uh, time to gather and uh, have, a, have a little conversation. And I appreciate you two jumping on on this. Uh, it's a Sunday morning on episode 114 of Unpredictable. Uh, lots of goals setting here. And one of them is that we're going to gather here a little more often. Thank you and have a great day.